0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of the glenvore podcast this particular one focuses on the recently uncovered and published 1914 plans which dealt with the proposed alterations at glenvore distillery and um that title comes from the actual outer if you've seen some of the images and i there will be a link in the box below but um, please have a look at the images of these plans, which are, you know, 110, nearly 110 years old, yes. And uh, made on parchment, waxy paper, and uh, on the outer, uh, there's all that. what is written on the outer forms the title. Um, it's that consistency that I was wanting to bring. Uh, and I'm your host and researcher on the Glenvoar Project, uh, Jason or JJ, amongst other names. And we're just really going to look at these plans. So uh, I would encourage you to go off and read the article itself. But relatively 1914, there shouldn't be too much happening at distilleries in general. You know, we're on the eve of the First World War. We've still got the economic effects of the, the Paterson crisis and the dip in consumer confidence. Distilleries are many have fallen by the wayside and others are just struggling to get back up on their feet. But for McKinley and Burnley, it looks like they were already um, focused on the future and building uh, several warehouses, amongst other proposed alterations to enhance Glenvore. Now, when Glenvore was built, and we've shown this in uh, previous episodes and uh, discovered plans, the warehousing was inadequate in terms of um, its capacity. 1914 uh, confirms that uh, more warehousing would be incoming. Now, the interesting thing is this warehousing did not take place immediately. Uh, normally when you do get um, approval, you then drive on and get it done. What I'm not sure about, and perhaps that's something is, is worth um, researching as well, is how long, if you have approval, how long that approval remains valid. And that might explain some of the submissions for Glenvore and periods of inactivity before things do appear. Uh, I grant you, yes, it might take long to get contractors or the right people or the right conditions. But I mean, if you're drawing up plans already, then you're going to some length to build for the future and uh, you're not going to hang around but it it does form a part of the back of my mind are they getting these planning applications in and they have say five years grace and then they can do them when it suits perhaps but the actual image itself it's general this is just one large sheet actually and it's great when you unfold it because you you see everything on the actual plan Uh, there's a hand-drawn overhead of the site map um, which shows you the land around it, its situation in Telford Street, Uh, the hotel um, which is infamous um, in regards to Glenalban which was just across the road but we get a sense of the layout of Glenpoor. The production buildings have not changed much at all. Uh, the warehousing is interesting on this 1914 plan because it seems to indicate that from the original block that we know was definitely in place by the end of the 1890s, there seems to be an, an additional two warehouses plus uh, the two coloured in red, which would be these 1914 plans. Now, those uh, are warehouses, I'll do this backwards, eight, seven, six, and five. Uh, we have one to four accounted in that block at the bottom of the site. So what's interesting is we don't have the five and six plans, uh, although they are clearly shown on the overhead map. And I also believe um, the sort of uh, side-on perspective, um, they are shown there as well. And basically, essentially, these warehouses, as you'll see from the photographs in the article and uh, any football-related um, snapshots um, from the Caledonia, uh, stadium they're identical um you know they are just mirror images of one another and that's proven to be the case uh in these plans as well so this sort of led i mean we could talk about warehouses um which i love warehouses it's the the best part of any tour but in terms of Glenvor, it's probably not the most important building because the specifications we know uh, the layout we know—it's just a mirror image of what went before. But what is really interesting is what on earth was happening with these warehouses? So they clearly weren't built in 1914, and we do know that the recent uh, Distilleries of Great Britain and Ireland publication—I um, think the vord article is dated from 1924—and that mentions nine warehouses, which I have explained in another article, but um, if you count the Glenmore warehouses from any of the imagery um, aerial overhead shots, you'll only ever see eight warehouses. And the reason for that is the largest, longest warehouse was only half its size when it was built. And then they snuck in an extension to make it the size we 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 saw until its closure. That, I believe, became warehouse two, because it was... extension and uh, you were stepping into a new warehouse from the old one so that's where I think the ninth the missing warehouse comes from but in terms of these um, plans we're we're sort of left open-ended here about what is going on and when did these warehouses all start to appear now we're very fortunate because on the eve of the first world war as you might or might not know glen and glen were taken by the u.s military uh, the navy to be precise to build mines and in doing so it became the first american base on british soil so very historical uh, glen uh, as far as i know was used for more storing of the whiskey and some other uh, items whereas glen albin was the the main production hub of the mines but they still linked they were still one naval base and it's a very interesting piece of history there is a book out there by the inverness um history forum called the northern barrage i'd uh, recommend you pick up that or look into it and that's what we have done here because you know the military are the military you know they're very efficient they're very precise if you're taking over a site to be a base you're going to have plans you're going to have proposals and you're going to have records and the U.S. Navy do have a very detailed map and that map clearly shows that where Glenvoore in 1920 um, sorry I'm just checking when the map came in I actually think it was later it's 1918 apologies there's a lot of uh, 19 dates floating around so in 1918 Glenvore only had those one to four warehouses it did not have five and six and it certainly didn't have the two on these 1914 plans so what's going on well there's another set of plans and this is the advantage of when you go into the the archives and ask for everything to do with Telford Street you get literally every planning application for Telford Street and next door is the football ground and in 1920 or June 1920 to be be precise, they applied to get a new stand and the architect did uh, again an overhead snapshot of the site and the surrounding buildings and in that one as well we know that um, warehouses one to four were only present. There's no mention of any other uh warehouse five six seven or eight are not built unfortunately so there's a little bit of a mystery because we do know by the time of the article in 1924 uh, the writer refers to all the warehouses being there so what's happened has there been uh, a sudden burst of development between june 1920 and i would think um winter of 1924 perhaps or Is there a little bit of embellishment from the writer, which we've already proven on some other articles, where they have included future upgrades to make the article more relevant? Um, And clearly they have not um, fully replicated what was on site at the time. I think that's potentially likely. However, we do have an aerial overhead photograph from 1928 on the website, and that shows us That uh, all the warehousing is in place so we definitely know by 1928 it's all there but when did it come about potentially if you believe the article then we know we have to draw the line between 1920 to 1924. at the moment it's a little bit open-ended a little bit more research but you never know if we keep going you will uncover something which perhaps will give us a more precise date but it just goes to show you what a bunch of uh, warehouse plans can do what it can open up and it's just another interesting twist on Glenvor and uh, one that I am determined to get to the end of so thanks for listening and I shall leave it there until the next episode uh thanks for listening and if you want to subscribe please do or check out some of our articles and i will be back hopefully next week with um, some more interesting discoveries on this uh, remarkable distillery